Watch your thoughts, for they become words. Watch your words, for they become actions. Watch your actions, for they become habits. Watch your habits, for they become your character. And watch your character, for it becomes your destiny. What we think, we become. Welcome back to episode two of Erin Tarrant Be the Benchmark, a podcast for strong moms raising confident daughters. If this is your first time listening, I'm so glad that you're here, and I would love for you to go back and listen to episode one as well at some point. But what we're talking about today is actually the first tenant of Be the Benchmark. I work with teen and tween girls on a regular basis, helping them to become the best version of themselves. And there are three main tenets that I teach them in order to help them do this. And the first of those is what we're talking about today, and it is called Choose Your Thoughts. So this is one of the very first things that girls learn when they come to one of our programs at Be The Benchmark is the importance of being able to choose your thoughts. And there's actually a quote, another quote, this one by William James that says the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over the other. And what I find interesting about both learning to choose my own thoughts as well as teaching others how to choose their thoughts is that when we first start to do this, we don't even realize how many thoughts come in and out of our head without us even being aware of them on a regular basis. And so, when we really recognize the thoughts that we're having and when we start practicing what's called mindfulness and in moments of particularly stress, but also in moments of happiness and joy, wherever it would be, really taking a moment to step outside of ourself and examine the thoughts and the feelings that we're having in a more objective way is an excellent way to start realizing how powerful it is to choose our thoughts because there are constantly going to be stream of consciousness things coming into our mind. And what's great is if we can train our mind to be able to recognize those thoughts and then really be able to decide if they are valid enough for us to continue to dwell on or not. And The older you are when you start this practice, I think the more difficult it is, which is one of the reasons I love working with younger girls between the ages of eight and 18 is because I feel like they are still really fresh to this idea and I can have a great impact on how they continue to develop in this area. So if you are a mom and you are still learning to choose your thoughts, I'm going to go ahead and give you some ideas and ways that you can start doing this and start doing it with your family alongside you. Uh, so it becomes more second nature uh, to choose your thoughts. And the very first and foundational aspect of choosing your thoughts is learning to have gratitude in every situation, really. <laughs> learning to find the gratitude in all of the situations. So with my young kids, we play a lot of gratitude games. So in the car, we'll go around the car and we'll play the alphabet game. So everybody has a letter. We'll start with A, obviously. 
and they say something that they're grateful for that starts with an A, and then the next person will do B, and the next person will do C. Or if we want it to be a really long game, if we're like on a car trip, everyone will say something that starts with an A, and then everyone will say something that starts with a B. So things like that, that's one game that we can play. We also do something with the clock where every time there's a repeating number on the clock and someone notices it's 111, or it's 222, or 444, we all go around and say something we're grateful for in that moment. And it's really a great thing to do, especially when we're all in the car, especially if someone's cranky or if we are on a long road trip, it kind of breaks up the monotony of what we're doing. Uh, and the last game that we play on a regular basis is we look for yellow cars. So yellow cars aren't quite as common as maybe blue or black or gray. And so it's kind of stands out. And when we see a yellow car, someone will say, oh, yellow car, what are we grateful for? So these are just ways to kind of implement in a fun and lighthearted way uh, reminders that we have so much to be grateful for each and every day and ways to implement those into our everyday thinking and our everyday life. Uh, additionally, Things that I help implement with the girls that I mentor uh, to help them understand how to choose their thoughts are affirmations and mantras. And if you haven't used these in your life, these are super handy tools to have as a foundation to help you come back to choosing your thoughts. And so affirmations and mantras can be used in very similar ways. Affirmations I usually qualify as I am statements. So anything that is I am along with some sort of adjective. I am strong. I am capable. I am ready for this challenge. So sometimes it's more of an action uh, as opposed to just an adjective. But these are statements that you can say out loud to yourself. I encourage the girls to say them in the mirror. I encourage them to say them with strength behind them so that they can really, in that moment, really feel what it would feel like if they believed that. So, uh, for example, when my daughter was very nervous this last week, we went horseback riding and they were both very nervous. They're seven and 10 years old. And... I, as I helped them approach the horse, uh, I, I could tell their fear was palpable. And I just said, you know what, go ahead and say to yourself, I can do this. I am brave. I am strong. And they both did it because we've practiced this before. So it wasn't a weird thing for me to say that because we've, we have practiced this in the past. And I could see their shoulders kind of lift as they said these things because they do believe that they are brave. In that moment, they weren't feeling very brave, but to be able to own that affirmation and own that statement really helped them in that moment. And mantras are similar, but mantras are usually things like quotes or s common sayings that can give you strength in those moments. So one of my favorites is she believed she could, so she did. So I have shirts with this on it. I have bracelets with this uh, so that I can be reminded in those moments when I'm not feeling so confident or so strong, wait, I have belief that I can do this so I can, you know, and just really kind of invoking that mantra in a way that will give me confidence and give me strength. So those are just some ideas about how to implement Choose Your Thoughts in your life. Quick story that I have about my daughter Finley, who is now seven, but this is a story about her when she was probably 
three and a half, four years old. So this has been a number of years ago, but Choose Your Thoughts has been something that I have been talking to my girls about and utilizing with them for probably the past five and a half to six years. So this is something that's really been a part of our family fabric for quite some time and often comes in handy when we're having attitude issues that we need to choose our thoughts and choose some gratitude in that moment, <laughs> um, which isn't always received as well as I would like, but it is common in our house to hear. In any case, when she was about three and a half, four years old, she had spent the day with me at work and we were walking out of my building, which has several steps and several ledges. It's a university building, and so it's one of those older buildings on campus. And she was very, at the time, into jumping. And she stood at the top of this set of stairs, and I could tell from the look on her face that she wanted to jump down the three stairs that were there, what have you. And as a mom, I'm looking at it thinking, that is probably too big for you to jump. I don't know that you're going to make that. You're probably going to fall. All, of course, all of this is in my head. I'm not saying it out loud. And so I'm just kind of looking at her to see what she's going to do because I'm really striving to raise empowered daughters who can do it themselves, who uh, have confident in their, confidence in their skills and those types of things. Uh, we used affirmations all the way back to potty training to help them learn to potty train. So this is all very much a part of who we are and how I've raised them. But in that moment, I was just silent, trying to figure out if I was going to stop her or what she was gonna do and trying to just really read and evaluate the situation. And so I look over at her as she's standing there trying to decide what she's going to do. And I hear her say, you can do this, Finley. You can do this, Finley. And she's literally in that moment, talking to herself, choosing her thoughts, and then she did it. She jumped down those three steps. She stumbled a little bit, but she didn't fall. And she stood up and she was so proud of herself. And she's like, mommy, I knew I could do it. And my heart was so proud in that moment, not necessarily because she made the jump, which was great for her, but you know, jumping is not necessarily something that I'm you know, over the moon about on a regular basis. But the fact that what I had been teaching her as she was growing up, and this girl's only at this time, like I said, three and a half, four years old maybe, was able to instinctually go to her affirmations, go to that place where she can choose her thoughts and let that impact her actions in that moment. And I was so very proud and very grateful in that moment. And I've watched her do that many, many times since then, where she talks herself into things, silly things sometimes, like when I go to rinse her hair in the bathtub, she'll say, it's okay, Finley, stay calm. You can do this because she doesn't like it when I get water in her eyes, but she gives herself that pep talk and she chooses those thoughts to get herself started. So the discussion question that I would love for you and your daughter to talk about today would be, are there situations where you very naturally choose your thoughts or is that something that's more difficult for you and perhaps you need to 
find triggers or find affirmations or mantras to help work into your life to make that happen. Uh, often I find that moms already have kind of some of those affirmations that they utilize as they're trying to raise their teens, but maybe their teens don't know about it. Or maybe the teens have heard something along the way that has given them uh, hope and inspiration and gives them a little bit of a motivation throughout the day and maybe they haven't shared that with their mom so i would love for you guys to share what are your favorite affirmations what are your favorite mantras or do you have gratitude practices as a family that you already do or that you'd like to continue and if that's something you could discuss today i think that would be really beneficial so this is aaron tar of be the benchmark signing off encouraging you to choose your thoughts create your life and go out and change the world until the next episode. Have a good one. That was episode two of Erin Tar at Be The Benchmark, the podcast for strong moms raising confident daughters. I hope it wasn't quite as awkward as episode one and that you're enjoying what you've heard so far. Please feel free to leave me some feedback on the Anchor app and I would be happy to answer any questions you have and get back to you as soon as possible so that I can continue to serve you, my audience, the best way possible. Have a great day.